And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Breaking news from The Athletic. This is Bill Landis and Ari Wasserman from The Athletic with breaking news for the first time since 1917. The Ohio State-Michigan game is not scheduled to happen. The Wolverines announced on Tuesday that they are canceling due to the issues with COVID-19 in their program. Our colleague Bruce Feldman reporting that Michigan would have to be without 45 players this week. A combination of injuries, contact tracing, and guys who have tested positive. So that's double the amount of players that Ohio State was out last week when it played Michigan State. Ohio State was missing 23 players, only 17 of them scholarship players. But Ari, the game is not happening. Um, there'll be a lot to sort through. I think like... You know the the tradition and all that stuff is worth talking about as well. But but I think the immediate reaction from people is like, what does this mean now moving forward for Ohio State? The thing we don't know is if they're going to play this week. Purdue also announced around the same time that it was canceling um, its practice on Tuesday as it waited for some testing results. So there are pieces here that I think could end with Ohio State getting a game. But for now, I guess we'll have to assume that they're not going to play one. Where are you at with what this means for the Big Ten title game and, and obviously for the playoff moving forward? I think we're at the point now where we just have to say, screw your feelings if you're another team. And there's too much to gain from a conference standpoint to get a team in to the playoff. There's too much in terms of the stature of the Big Ten. Um, and if it means a team loses out on a game to give Ohio State a game, I know that sounds like a stupid Homer thing to say on an Ohio State podcast, but... You know, you're at the point right now where the Big Ten has to do something positive for the team that has a chance to win a national championship for the first time during COVID. I mean, every single step of the way, the Big Ten has made Ohio State's quest to make the college football playoff harder, and you would think that that is kind of a really stupid thing to do considering the fact that you've got the ACC canceling games and letting Clemson and Notre Dame take a week off and prepare for the ACC championship game. You've got the SEC um, changing games around to get teams games. And granted, I know that other teams didn't um, 
you know, have games pulled away from them in the SEC, but there are things that can be done. Um, the Coastal Carolina game and the BYU game was scheduled on Wednesday, and it turned out to be one of the best games in college football. Like, in a season where there is so much at stake, but also is so odd, you have to be able to embrace the weird, do everything that you can to piece together a full season, and put yourself in a position to crown a legitimate national champion. And I don't know, like, if it were me... I would play the Big Ten championship game this weekend. Screw Indiana's feelings, right? Screw everybody's feelings of who thinks that they earned what. We all know the score. Play the Big Ten championship game this Saturday. Play the Michigan game after the Big Ten championship game to preserve tradition. That would be my resolution to this. But at the very least, I think that during a really terrible time, which is canceling the the Ohio State-Michigan game for the first time since World War I was ending. Um, you kind of have to do what you can to make this the best scenario possible, and I think it's on the Big Ten to make a right decision here. I like your plan. The problem is there's no guarantee that Michigan would be ready to play next weekend either on, on December 19th. But um, Right. Do you think Ohio State Ohio State six is 5-0 and at the moment? Does Ohio State 6-0 and Big Ten champion get into the playoff? I think so. I'm – I don't know. Anything can can happen, and I'm very excited to see how teams are ranked. I don't anticipate that Ohio State will be anywhere but number four on Tuesday evening when those rankings are released. But, you know, I, I don't know. This has been a, a dynamic and a discussion since Ohio State initially canceled their game against Illinois. What does this mean for a team that doesn't get enough games, and what does this mean for a team that might not get to play in the Big Ten Championship? Because as things stand right now, as we're recording this quick podcast – Ohio State now is ineligible to play in the Big Ten Championship game, and they might only play six regular season games. So you're putting yourself in a danger zone when it comes to a resume criteria standpoint. Now, I think I have faith that they're going to reorganize things and, and get things done the right way. I don't know why. I just have this like feeling that they're going to do the right thing because I, I, there's too much money at stake, right? Mm-hmm. Like Everybody gets a piece of the pie when a team goes to the playoff. Who's, who's against that? So... You know, as things stand right now, I don't know that I'm hitting the panic button about Ohio State's contention in the playoff race, but I do think that things are, are certainly tricky until we inevitably get some news about what, what happens next. I'm not hitting the panic button either. I do think a 6-0 and Ohio State, honestly, with or without a Big Ten title, I think they play one more game and they win. They'll, they'll get in. I think the committee views them as a top-four team. There's that disaster scenario that we've talked about, and I guess if that happens, we can have that discussion when we get to it. But but for right now, I'm not panicking, panicking about Ohio State in the playoff either and I I do agree with you I think something is going to get resolved and they're going to try to either get Ohio State a game this week or just put them in the Big Ten Championship where I think they should be because that rule makes no sense so there's a lot to sort through there we'll continue talking about it but let's talk about this before we wrap this up and again we'll have more coming um, on four to six with A and B obviously we just wanted to hit you guys with this news quickly as it was happening um, this sucks that Ohio State Michigan is not happening, right? It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. You know, and it's like funny because, and I think I, I tweeted this about an hour ago or right when this happened, but I've always been somebody on this podcast and in stories, and you and I kind of agree on this of if you're a traditionalist and you get mad about alternate uniforms or you get mad about night games or playing on Friday night or all the things that you know, make college football tradition something to cling to. I always thought that that was dumb. I always felt like embrace the newness of things. Uh, The best tradition, as Urban Meyer always used to say, was winning. But the fact that they're not playing this game as things stand right now just legitimately sucks, not only just for Ohio State's ability to, to compete at the highest level, but also to embrace and enjoy and, you know, have the best rival or what once was the best rivalry game in college football. And I know that that rivalry has been diminished. The spread is 30. Um, the programs are going in different directions. Michigan has become the butt of everybody's jokes, but you still want to play the freaking game. I mean, 
this is supposed to be something that you think about year-round. They have Michigan period. Um, you know, the, the, there's tradition tied into this. You, everybody saw the HBO documentary. I don't need to break it down for you. I mean, we all know. Um, and it just it seems like something is missing. And even though um, there's a lot of exciting ideas out there, can Ohio State play Texas A&M on Saturday? Can they bring up Coastal Carolina? You'll see all the stuff on Twitter of all the things that could happen. But if it were me, I would do my best as the Big Ten to figure out a way to play this game, whether it's in a week or two weeks, do what you can to play this game. And I don't know if it's an Army-Navy feel or if it's after a playoff discussion. I don't know if that even makes sense. But what do you do to put yourself in a position, move the game to a Wednesday for all I care, play the game? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I would love to see them figure out a way to play it too. I'm not, I'm not super optimistic that that's going to happen. I, I, th- I just think 2020 is going to be uh, you know, a trivia question. When's the last time Ohio State and Michigan didn't play? And the answer is going to be 2020, and that's going to suck. Um, I, I love this game. It's my favorite thing that we get to do as journalists covering Ohio State, even with the way the results have been, like walking into a stadium. And they would have been different this year with no fans. But walking into either stadium um, – for an Ohio State-Michigan game is awesome. I love the energy of it, and, and I'm really kind of sad that it's not going to happen this year. But be, you know, it doesn't matter really what we think. We were on a call with the Ohio State team when this was happening, and Justin Hilliard, who's a kid from Ohio, who's in his sixth year in the program because of injuries and was looking forward to playing his final Michigan game, like he found out from someone in the media asking him about it like on the fly. And the disappointment on his face – uh, you know, was was stark, and I you do feel it's just football at the end of the day, but you feel for the guys who who sacrifice a lot to play this game, and especially the guys from Ohio and I think from Michigan for whom this game means a lot, and and this game not happening um, really stinks for everybody. So, I mean, it's part of the reason why it's part of the sales pitch. Mm-hmm. Come to Ohio State, play in this game. Go to Michigan, play in this game. And like I know we on our little Google Pod that we did earlier. Um, spoke a little bit about what will this rivalry look like in 10 or 15 years and maybe next year uh, you can write that story because I think it would be interesting. But it's just like it still sucks in the moment. for Not just for the people who want to consume the game, but the people who have dedicated their entire lives to preparing for a moment to get recruited by one of these two programs and to actually have the opportunity to play in the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's well. There's more to get into. Um, we'll wrap up this now. We'll be back to talk with you more on four to six with A and B, and obviously we'll have uh, more coverage on the athletic. Thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the athletics new headline section for much more on the story. To get access to all the athletics great sports content, visit theathletic.com/headlinepod, where you can join for just one dollar per week. <laughs> Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.